All right, guys. So Google had a bit of an event launch night in, and it was all around the Pixel 5, the 4A, and the foray of new devices. Let the fun begin. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? So first off, let's just talk about the event. We've seen quite a few events go on in 2020. They've been a little bit different. It it just is what it is. But I really loved the spin and the flavor that Google had to this event. It's like the presenters were sometimes sitting down, sometimes standing up in their own little personal small spaces these sets that were brilliantly designed, like on the music set where they were talking about the new Nest audio device, or just in a nice relaxed location, talking about exploring YouTube music and just the different audio sessions. I thought it was freaking fantastic if I'm just completely honest. So let's give you guys the rundown, starting with the new Chromecast with Google TV. So first and foremost, I've always had a love-hate relationship with Chromecast. I've never owned one, and the reason why I have never owned one is simple. The thing did not come with the remote. That is changing. So for 49 bucks, you're going to get the new Chromecast with Google TV. Comes with the remote. It is a 4K output Dolby Vision, and you can actually group this thing with different speakers. Talk about that later. And this is touting a new For You tab. So this is kind of a curated list of things to watch. You can also add things to your watch list from different services. And I think that's huge. So Netflix has its own watch list. Amazon Prime Video has its own watch list. Hulu, this, that, and the third. But what about having a central location of all the things that you want to watch on your watch list on your home screen beautiful absolutely love it and of course we're talking about having another tab for own now which is going to be specifically highlighting youtube tv but of course as more services get on board where you're going to see more things there so next and we are rolling we are rolling Let's talk about Nest Audio. Nest Audio. So we can essentially say this is the spiritual successor to our beautiful home fragrance device that we used to know as the Google Home. Yes, Nest Audio is replacing it starting at 99 bucks, five colors. This is an upgrade over that original Google Home. Why? 50% more bass. You're getting more treble for overall 75% more volume. Now, guys, I'm gonna tell you this straight up. When this thing is physically in stores, when this thing is physically in hands of reviewers, 
you need to watch. We all need to sit back and watch as the consumer who is supposed to be buying this thing. We need to sit back and watch those sound tests because, of course, they're bobbing their heads. They're loving the sound. But I need to see a side-by-side test of the original Google Home, which was $129, versus this $99 Nest Audio. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be worse because it's cheaper, but I am saying I want to see the two head-to-head in a dogfight. Now, of course, you can group these speakers, and honestly, they look great. They look 100% just like speakers and they're really touting this whole home audio so for those people out there that want sonos and other things heck maybe the nest audio is the way to go but of course only time will tell these things are made out of 70 percent recycled plastic it includes a midwoofer and a larger tweeter to help give it that good sound so you know what's next right you know what's next right the new Pixel smartphones. All right, and if there wasn't already enough excitement, first and foremost, guys, to me, the new that new Nest audio, it's really, really compelling. But of course the elephant in the room in any fall Google event is the next Nexus up. I mean, the next Pixel device. We're four or five of these things in now. So first off, the Pixel 4a 5G. So first and foremost, starting off at 499 bucks, 6.2 inches, three years of Android updates, Snapdragon 765G, 3,805 milliamp hours on the battery. And it shares the same front and rear cameras as the Pixel 5, which also sports 5G. Now, this has me questioning, why the heck should anyone buy a Pixel 5? (laughs) I mean, I'm going to read off some specifications for you, but... It's really not gripping to get the other device. Now, let's talk about the Pixel 5. Starting off at $699. 8 gigabytes of RAM, reverse wireless charging, difference. Water resistance, difference. Three years of Android updates, of course. Snapdragon 765G. Six-inch device. 4,080 milliamp hours for the battery and a 90 hertz refresh rate screen. So the Pixel 5 is water resistant, reverse wireless charging, smaller screen, and a higher refresh rate. Now, those are the key differences, but are those key differences for you worth 200 bucks? Now, first off, let's address the elephant in the room. The Pixel devices, they have come back from their want-to-be flagship counterpart days, and they've come back into that mid-level, hopefully still really good performing devices. 
And this is what Google has always been about. They don't need to have a $900 device. You can let the Apples and the Samsungs of the world take care of that for you. Trust me, they're going to do it every year. But the magic of Google is being able to outthink, being able to outprocess, being able to outmanage, being able to just have minimal design and still get the job done. And I'm very glad that these prices are coming back down. These are some of the most compelling pixel prices in my opinion, that we have seen in years. So, of course, we're going to have some new quote-unquote feature drops such as Extreme Battery Saver, Hold For Me, which is if you're on a call, someone's playing hold music, the phone can get right back with you whenever that whole session is over. And for new Pixel buyers, you're going to get three months of Stadia Pro, YouTube Premium, 100 gigabytes of Google One Storage, and Play Pass and Play Points. So once again, the cameras in these devices are the same, but let's just talk about those cameras. Night Sight has been added to portrait mode. You're also going to be able to get portrait light, which you can go back on any portrait mode photo that you have ever taken in Pixel's existence, meaning basically for five years, and you're going to be able to go back and tweak that light. You're also going to get new stabilization modes for check it video. Now, video on Android. Uh, here's the thing. iOS video is always the top dog in the mobile space. It's always been the top dog. It's not even a question. Samsung phones do really good jobs, but it's not an iPhone. Okay. So hopefully this can eke the good photo camera, the excellent photo camera of the Pixel, maybe it can push that video side up a little bit too. And also another new feature called Cinematic Pan. Now, once again, I'm pretty freaking excited about this stuff. So guys, like I said, overall, this was an excellent overall event. I love the pacing. It was only 30 minutes long and they were just hitting us back to back to back with new features, new quality products, new thoughtful products. And this is one thing that I've always, always loved about Google. So guys, launch night in. One heck of an event. Guys, until next time, I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.